We want to welcome Robin Kippen with us here on the radio broadcast uh, here this morning. Robin is our receptionist, and she plays a very important role at the Haven Arrest. So, Robin, we are very glad to have you with us here this morning. Good afternoon. Well, Robin, uh, I guess I'm going to start with a basic question. Um, you answer the phones, right? Yes, and, I do. Uh, that's important because you're the first uh, link for many people to the Haven. So what kind of experience do you want them to have on the phone? I want them to have an experience that when they call in um, with questions and or people perhaps looking for a place to stay, um, shelter, food, um, I want them to know that we're here to help them. Well, you know, Robin, this isn't really you've been the receptionist here for going on three years now let's let's backtrack here because then you had you took two years off before that and you were the receptionist before that is that Prior, correct? yes so, so you have some history here at the mission so why don't you talk a little bit about you know your first connection here okay. i know where you connected first but i'm gonna let you tell our listeners this okay my first connection was back in 2006 i was working for another company i was <clears throat> driving by and I noticed the people out front. Um, my husband and I had moved here from California, so I didn't know anything about the Haven of Rest. And I got curious. I got online. I wanted to get involved somehow. I called and spoke with Jan Pluck. I became a volunteer. I volunteered for a couple of years. And then there was a, I just happened to be a receptionist for the company I was working for. And there was uh, an opening coming up, and I applied for that. And so 2008, is when I started. Um, so I've got experience all together at the mission as volunteer and staff, 14 years. And what do you like most about what you do? Um, I love to share hope with people, the gospel, pray with people. Um, those are the things that are most near and dear to my heart. Well, you, you your day is usually pretty busy, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk, uh, Kurt, with Robin here and kind of bring us up a little bit more of how some of the responsibility has changed with the, the pandemic. Yes. But let's talk a little bit about what we consider, and I, I even don't like to use the word normal day because a lot of times things aren't normal here, uh, especially when you're the receptionist and uh, people are coming in or calling in, asking questions, but... Your routine, you, you get here, you know, a little bit before 8 o'clock. You get things ready to go before you actually get onto the phones around 8. Why don't you talk a little bit about your, what I call a routine. My new routine, our new normal. I come in at 7.30 a.m. so I can get everything nice and clean. I go and um, wipe down all the counters, the phones, the floors, vacuum, get everything ready so that um, everybody could be safe for one. Um, and just, you know, making sure that... Um, our whole area there is the counters for the people that come up to the front are nice and clean. Just trying to keep sanitizing and, and making sure that, for the most part, we're safe up there. With a new shield we have at the front desk, um, which is nice, trying to help everybody at this time because it's been a difficult time. I'm, I'm not going to um, say that it's been easy. It has been difficult, but yet we, one day at a time, we just trust the Lord and do the best we can and try to take those thoughts captive. Um, especially in the beginning because it, there was so much uncertainty. Sure. So, But now we just take it one day at a time, and we do all that we can to keep everybody safe and try to encourage each other at the same time. 
We're still helping the public, yes. the community. Um, Ten thirty every day. We're still feeding and clothing and housing individuals. So mm-hmm. we're trying to keep. Um, keep all that in order they come in at 10 30 each day we've got the seats separated for everybody to sit for the service because that's our primary goal here is to share the gospel with everyone they come in they um attend a service then they go down for lunch and they've taken precautions for everybody to sit separated from each other for their safety um we've got them we're still um sheltering them across the street and they've taken precautions for that limiting and capping off the numbers for the ladies and the men. Um, we've made changes with their their um, sleeping arrangements. Con- arrangements, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing all that we can here at the mission to make sure that everybody's safe and and to keep them comfortable and also to bring them that that hope that everybody's looking for right now. Very good. Well. Um, in addition to answering the phone, I think you told us a little bit about what you do. But you're um, also, uh, at heart, you are, like as you said, an encourager. You, uh, so. Prayer yes. is a way you encourage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, generous comments or encouraging thoughts to people throughout the day. Uh, music, too, right? Yes. Big encourager? Yes. Because you've encouraged me through music. I like to why listen is, to Why is music an, an important Not uh, just any music. Here? It's got to be worship music or, right. or perhaps hymns. Set me straight there, Rob. I, like, uh, I like the lyrics that help me to take thoughts captive. Um, I believe that that's important because there's so many things pining for our attention today. Mm-hmm. So I listen to worship music, even at work. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And, and hopes to kind of even maybe somehow bless others as well. Um, I I have I have got a phone call today that was very encouraging. Um, a gal called and she was asking me um, about the mission and how are we doing things today and and if sick people come in perhaps or she just wanted a little information and I told I explained to her that um, we're taking a lot of precautions and how things have changed and how the individuals if they're showing symptoms of any illness that the chapel as well as um, community support service have, have um, networking. They're networking with us, and, and we're taking some of the people that may have symptoms to the chapel, and they're keeping them there in the gym. And if anybody's really sick, the hospital said they'll keep them mm-hmm. until I, they're well. I just want to interject that as of this broadcast, we have not, uh, and that's a good thing, we've not had to refer anybody right. up there yet. Right, right. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the things that we've been networking mm-hmm. in case we do have that that problem. That's right. So and I explained her these things to her, and she um, she said that she wanted to make a donation. She just wanted to make sure we were still in operation and caring for people. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and so these are all. And as Kurt mentioned, you're you're a great encourager, mm-hmm. and I know you have a heart for ministry. Mm-hmm. And as we talk a little bit about our, our working with the other agencies mm-hmm. in the community, mm-hmm. the chapel in Akron was very gracious of opening up their doors uh, and using their chapel facility, Kurt, uh, right. uh, and their gymnasium, mm-hmm. uh, yes. where if somebody was to need to self-quarantine, they didn't test positive, uh, they could go there. Just and it's not just with the Haven Arrest. It's also with a lot of the other community agencies. Continuum of Care is a part of this. Uh, and so everybody has really uh, played a big part in the, of this. And then if somebody was to happen to test a positive, the hospitals, uh, their doors are open where they would take them in care and, them. and care mm-hmm. for them at that time. And, Kurt, as you said, we've been so thankful to the Lord 
uh, mm-hmm. in regards to we haven't had to use the chapel mm-hmm. uh, yet. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, the hospital is available for us right. if need be. But also uh, in your your job, uh, Robin, uh, you also have a lot of interaction with a lot of our ladies, yes. too. Uh, because your testimony, and we won't go into the details of your testimony and how you gave your life to the Lord, mm-hmm. but your testimony is a powerful tool mm-hmm. to speak into these ladies' lives. And there's somebody, I think, that you mentioned that, uh, you know, wants to talk to you. Why don't yes. you share a little bit about that? I want to share a quick story. Um, a few weeks ago, because I have been in jail ministry since 2008, since the COVID, we've shut that ministry down. So I was praying and asking God how he could use me. And within a couple of days, one of the gals from the women's ministry came over and asked me if I'd be interested in um, sharing in one of the women's classes. Speaking of God and his um, answering, our, not only answering our prayers, but his nearness and, and always being there for us. And when we ask for a job that the Lord might have for us, he's going to answer. So um, I, I was asked to do that, and I said yes, and so I was um, – sharing some scripture with the ladies during a class on a Thursday morning and then one of the gals and also sharing my testimony one of the girls asked me if I would um, maybe sit and visit with her so we not only talked about the Lord we prayed together and so I met with her on a couple of occasions and and I get to meet with the ladies from time to time. And so just, that ministry is still, still actually yes, active? Yes, yes. Wow. So I'll be probably filling in a little bit while some of the staff are out, too. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, I know you're a lover of Scripture. Do you have a favorite Scripture verse or a life verse? I have lots of them. Um, 2 Corinthians 5.17, If any man be in Christ Jesus, we are a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. And one of my favorite songs is Amazing Grace. Mm-hmm. And That's take, a powerful song, yeah. and and you've taken that to heart because you rattled that verse off like you've memorized it uh, like a long time ago. Right? <laughs> I can I can share a few more. But yeah. I've got lots of wonderful verses that. Well, that, if I if I don't have any more questions, I'll cue you to fill the time. <laughs> I've got some. Yeah, there those these are the things that keep me going each day. That because I we all need to take our thoughts captive um, throughout our day because. There's just, like I said earlier, there's so many things pining for our attention. So it's the scripture that keeps me going. It's the scripture that strengthens me. And um, and then the prayers, of course. Well, and the idea of taking your thoughts captive, I'm sure you probably shared that with some of the women oh, that yes. you ministered to yes. as well, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, and there's important. nothing wrong with Robin with saturating yourself with God's word, yes. uh, and with worship. You know, R- Robin. You know, like you said, Kurt, you, you can walk by and there's some wonderful worship music mm-hmm. going on, whether oh, it's yeah. hymns or other uh, wonderful worship songs. Absolutely. And I'll hear that also in sometimes other areas of the mission. And you know, what are sometimes a best a good spot to be? When we are in a pandemic mm, here, Kurt, absolutely, and uh, people mm-hmm. are not only praying, but as they do their work, uh, they are saturating mm-hmm. themselves with worship because we hear so you know there's so many negative so things that, many, yes. that can really overtake us. Yes. 
And it's just a nice way uh, to saturate our, our mind yes. and put it at ease and rest as we're hearing the, these and these promises yes. that God has made to us yes. uh, in this, this time of great difficulty. Yes. And Kurt, you know this, and Robin probably knows this, even when we do our, our services of offering hope mm-hmm. to our guests, they they are very very open mm-hmm. uh, to hearing mm-hmm. things now, and more um, so now, more right. so now than than ever before. Because everybody's searching for answers. Everybody's right searching now. for yes. answers, and uh, you know, I, I think of you know the scriptures of building our house on the sand or the mm-hmm. rock of Amen. Jesus Christ, and those that don't know Christ. They're on st- unstable ground. Right. Uh, those that are on Christ, not to say that the difficulties and the storms aren't aren't hitting right. your house, but at least there's a foundation of being on the rock right. of Jesus Christ. And in so saying all that, Robin, uh, not only do you get to answer the phones, you get to interact with a lot of the ladies that yes. come through. You get to pray with a yes. lot of ladies, and then you also write a lot of different mm-hmm. letters mm-hmm. Uh, and yes. type things up. Mm-hmm. And you get to see a lot of um, letters that come in that I'm sure can be very encouraging. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, well, share a little bit about some of that. Um, trying to remember. The, um, one of the last letters that we that I had um, actually sent out, there was a um, gentleman that sent in to, uh, a donation for a memorial. And um, just seeing sometimes, or it was an honor gift, I apologize. Mm-hmm. And um, he wanted to honor... The, um, God's faithfulness and those who love justice and mercy and 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 when I just reading some of these things and them trying to encourage us as we're doing our jobs yes. and remembering, mm-hmm. you know what God is requiring of us. Well, and and the encouragement, uh, you know, coming not only through letters, through phone calls, through cards uh, mm-hmm. of people uh, praying for us, uh, yes. knowing and and just the great. There's a great interest uh, in regards to and an awareness of, of what's what is going on down here. I think one of the greatest things is most people know. Maybe some aren't all, all always aware, but most people know that we're a faith-based facility. Yes. So they come to us knowing that we're Christians and that they want to see what we have, and they're looking not only for the answers, but they're looking to see something different in us and mm-hmm. um, to give them hope for their futures, if you will. And so they come here not only looking for answers and, of course, for their physical needs, but knowing that um, I want to know what they have. And, and so a lot of times people come here and, and they're just waiting and hoping to hear from, from us for, you know, to give them some hope for their future. Right. Well, um, I'm, we're coming to the end of the actual interview time. It's gone pretty fast. Uh, we always ask the same question of our guest, and we'll ask you too, Robin. How can our radio listening audience be praying for you? Praying for us here at the mission, for our safety, and that no matter what we do, that we would do it with seasoned with salt, given in grace, and that we would be protected from the elements, and that we would all that we do would be for His glory. I like that. Well, you know, Robin, it, you know, we appreciate uh, what you do. Like I said, Kurt, you're, I think your father said this. Correct me if I'm wrong. You know, the receptionist is really the face of the mission. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Robin, that's that's where you're at. You're right there out in most front. Most important person. Yeah, most mission. important person. And, you know, you direct calls. Uh, 
You get a lot of different calls uh, that you need to direct uh, to different departments. And we really appreciate uh, not only your ministry, but even your your family's ministry, your husband and everything that's going on there. Uh, we're just very thankful for uh, you being a part of the Haven Arrest Ministries. I thank you for this opportunity. So, I certainly thank the Lord for the privilege that he's given me. Well, thank you for being here today. Okay. Thank you.